Hi, my name is Steve Dickman, President for Outpost Centers International, and uh, we're here this uh, today with another report from the Ukraine and what's happening there. We want to keep you aware of this and keep awareness of. We have a report now from your camp. Many of you have been involved in that project, been supporting that project, and it's moving along nicely. And we're going to hear from Igor today and his translator, Mark, about what's happening there and uh, some of the challenges they're experiencing. Now, Igor, we spoke the other day and you told me you had a special request from the government. What are they requesting you to do? Greetings to all of the people who are on this meeting. And we're very thankful for your support of the children who are in a hard uh, position in life. And the building is in process. And uh, we almost finished the wall masonry. And uh, this Monday, we will start to build a wall plastering. And uh, also another group of builders uh, are going to make a frame between the second floor and the third. And also what we build else, it's uh, the children's life. Now we help them to learn like three subjects. It's a language, it's mathematics and reading. And also we thank God that uh, Chernivtsi region is now safe and no missiles uh, flow here. And also the administration of the Chernivtsi region applied to us uh, and uh, they asked us if we can accept uh, like 100 children from uh, territories that are not safe now. And of course we can uh, support these children with food, with um, um, medical help, we can also support them with uh, some uh, help of um, God or some um, psycho psychological help. But now we are thinking where we can place the kids that are going to come to us. And the camp administration decided that we can build an extra store for kids uh, where we can locate them. It will be like a living floor for the kids with rooms, with beds, so that we can place them. And we have workers, we have also power to do it, but uh, what we have not, it's money for uh, reinforced concrete construction. Uh, thank you, uh, Igor, for letting us know you have a huge demand there, adding another 100 children, and uh, we are, just talking to our viewers today of this report and asking you friends to be generous with the needs of your camp, adding 100 children to already the 100 and almost 50 children they have on site is going to put some more additional needs in the camp. We're asking for you to continue to support what's happening at your camp. They are in need of additional resources to finish this building and to complete the project also with additional space so that these children can be taken care of. Coming from the unsafe areas of Ukraine to this area is a huge blessing for them. We would just ask for your continued support of what's happening there. Um, thank you, Igor. I know you're crowded already in your camp, and I know God is going to bless with the resources you need. And uh, just uh, we'll be praying for you as this work moves forward there at your camp. Thanks. And also our prayer is about children and about the volunteer team that 
now helps the children the children to educate. Okay, maybe you could use some more volunteer teachers. Is that what I'm hearing? And yes, also we are in need of uh, volunteers. Friends, if you are watching this report today and you'd like to go to the Ukraine to a safe area in the western side of Ukraine and be a volunteer at your camp, contact us here at the OCI office. We'll put you in contact with Igor and you can work those details out. So thank you again, Igor, today for sharing this report to us. I'm going to go now to Marcus. Marcus, could you tell us uh, from Adventist Health what's happening there and how can our viewers of this report be helpful to you? We have just received the good news that the four containers with the medical equipment that we have sent into the Eastern Front area uh, between uh, Russian forces and Ukrainian forces, they have been uh, organized so they can be used. They're not just sitting anymore, but they will be used shortly. Another shipment of Swiss splints, you know, if you have a broken or injured leg, you need to stabilize this leg. And we got a donation of those that has been sent from here, from my house and uh, passed on via different volunteers. And it's gotten all the way to where it's designed. And four of the medics already received them in the front line, in the battlefields, and others will get it. So Thank you, Marcus. I appreciate that update. And uh, Dr. Michael Johns is on with us. And uh, just tell us what's happening there, Michael, and uh, how the, uh, things are transitioning and how we can be helpful. Uh, Marcus has given, a, given us a good summary, but I just, I'll just want to reiterate a few points. The work in, in Moldova is going extremely well. We um, are currently the only healthcare provider in the south of Moldova, providing care to the quite a big refugee community and a pretty impoverished host, host community as well. So it's a really crucial gap that we're filling and we're very excited to have expanded into the dental program as well. Um, also filling a really big gap in healthcare delivery in, in the area. Um, as Mark has already mentioned, um, we're exploring other options and um, in, in close to the conflict zones, um, Mykolaiv region is currently being bombarded um, pretty badly. Every single day there are airstrikes and lots of injured civilians and soldiers are being trans transferred to Odessa in the West. Um, and the problem is that, that um, the golden hour of trauma, these patients, are, many of them are not making it to get to the hospitals in Odessa because, um, because their injuries are too severe and they, they bleed out before they get there. Um, so the point of our, our discussion is that we're busy talking to the, another local NGO in Mikolai region is to set up these mobile units that can actually be placed at a strategic location um, back from the front line to provide trauma stabilization points for these injured soldiers and civilians. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to, if, if, if we can get the funds together to set up these mobile units, we could, we could actually start a volunteer program again, but this time in Ukraine itself, um, with paramedics and emergency doctors and nurses to um, provide an emergency service for injured, injured soldiers and civilians coming from the front lines. The biggest challenge we need right now is funding in, to purchase, purchase wheels to put our containers on. Um, that is the challenge. You have to be mobile, as Marcus was saying. Um, mobility is everything in a war zone. So, um, yeah, please keep us in your prayers. And if you're keen to donate to a project um, like this, please let us know. And uh, your money will be used to really reach out to the people who need it the most. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Friends, Bob Top Health Food Ministry is so grateful for your financial support and prayers. They've been able to purchase flour, wheat, and some equipment that helps them to make bread 
and along with tofu and soy products to form food packages. Because of your donations, they've been able to support 4,000 people every month. It is interesting that while they distribute these foods, they get checked at blog posts that are all over the place there. If they had meat, chances would be high that it gets confiscated. But because those are soy products, soldiers don't fall for them. People cannot believe somebody wants to take care of them. They don't have work, and retired people don't receive their pensions. But we are able to serve them, to be with them, to give them food, to hold programs, to support their mental and spiritual health. Because of your financial support, we are able not only to provide food for them today, but to plan for tomorrow. We've been able to can more than 625 gallons or 2,500 liters of tomato juice already, and we continue that work. We plan to can vegetables in various forms to distribute them in winter. As we are serving people's needs, we become very close to them, and we invite them to our center of influence. It is located downtown and it serves as a meeting place. People are thankful for this site where they can talk to somebody and be heard. They can go through the health expo, have their blood pressure and other health parameters measured, get anti-stress massage. Some of them wanted to join our team of volunteers and we organized a training for them. They are being trained on how to do measurements now. We've also invited people to attend our church and a Bible study program. Here you can see some of those who have come. We've baptized several people already, and now three more are preparing for the baptism. I heard a saying about ancient Israelites, that some of them thought that God was leading them into the wilderness, whereas others knew that God was leading them through the wilderness. The same is with us. God is not leading us into a crisis here in Ukraine, but He is leading us through the crisis. And here we have a Let's Talk program, healing for emotional trauma, and also Dr. Nedley's depression and anxiety recovery program. We also have a request today. We plan to buy 20 tons of soybeans. A lot of grain in other produce is being stolen and taken away from farmers and taken out of our region. It is sad to see lines of trucks moving away a lot of produce. And at the same time, it is very difficult to bring anything in from outside because they want bribes for any cargo coming in. So while it is still possible, we'd like to get 20 tons of local soybeans. It is not enough to feed all needy people here, but enough to keep us busy to produce food for as many people as we can serve. Thank you for your support through OCI's website and for your prayers. God bless you. Just wanted to uh, take note that Dr. Yuri was on with us earlier and then was having some phone troubles, but I want to just give a short report in his uh, absence just to kind of let people know what's happening there. Dr. Yuri was telling us of the success they've had. Just recently, they did a five-day stretch of clinics. They were able to serve over 1,000 people, providing over 2,500 different services. And that, of course, has been a huge blessing to those. And they have transitioned slowly from Western Ukraine to Central Ukraine, now to even towards the Eastern part of Ukraine, where they are serving closer to the 
areas where the need is more critical. We are asking you, friends, to continue to be generous with the work happening in Ukraine. The needs are huge. The resources are small. But with God's help and with our prayers joined together, I know we can make a difference there in helping our brothers and sisters who are hurting right now in the Ukraine. May God bless you. We look forward to you uh, sharing this uh, report with those of your friends and associates so they can join with us in prayer and in supporting the work that's happening on the front lines to help those in the Ukraine. May God bless you. 